Yo, what's good? This is Brandon Champ Robinson with the Imagination Upgraded Podcast, and I'm still here. I'm still trying to figure it out. This is episode two. Two. And you know what? This one might not be the most perfect one either. But I heard a saying today that said, done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. Understand that and listen to that one more time. Done is better than perfect. So whatever you're doing, finish it. It don't got to be perfect. And that really spoke to me as a filmmaker because I hold a lot of stuff back from the public eye because it's not perfect. I haven't. I don't want to put it out because it's not exactly what I thought it should be. And I'm doing all this on a shoestring budget, so I can't expect it to be, you know, the next Iron Man or Infinity War. You know what I mean? I got to work my way up. So done is better than perfect. And right now I have another episode that is done done this episode is with my girl my little sis my homie i love her to death kaylee crossfire y'all may know her from the new hit netflix tv show rhythm and flow yes she was on rhythm and flow i want you to hear her story i want you to hear how she got there i want you to hear where she came from i want you to hear what she's doing next So without further ado, I bring you my conversation with Kaylee Crossfire. Yeah. Let me go ahead and clap and sync these up. Look, you don't really clap. I heard it. It was a real clap. This is, is, I'm, listen, you're going to quit hating on my, my professional podcast. I'm going to let you do you. I know you a little, you know what I'm saying? Tech geek and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting my podcast. Well, Kaylee, Kaylee, Crossfire. Kaylee, Crossfire. My little sis, I am happy and proud to bring you to the Imagination Upgraded Podcast. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good, you know. Thanks for having me on. You already know what's good, bro. What's good? definitely definitely so um basically i wanted you on here because i saw i've been knowing you for how long now let me see you went to school with my little sister so i've been knowing you since at least since she was at least what 15 15 16 somewhere around there we've been knowing each other and i've been rocking with you and your music for years We've been making music videos. We've been uh, yes. just kind of holding each other down. So mm-hmm. let's start. I mean, and then video. you actually got my first music video. Oh yeah, your very first one. Hold on, I'm gonna remember yes. which one it was. The first one. It wasn't love, was it? No, Hello? it was no. not love. No, no, no. It was, was the very over. first one. It was, it was female takeover. takeover. Yeah, yeah, it was right. Okay, yeah, we gonna get into that too. I forgot about we female takeover. We gonna get into takeover. all of that. Mm-hmm. We gonna get into all of that. Yeah. But to start <laughs> off, I just first let me say. That I'm super proud of you for all you have accomplished thus far. And I know it's not over, so I know it's going to be some more moments coming. But thus far, you're really yes. killing the game. You're really oh, killing the game. thank you. You know, you've always been an inspiration for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would just say that as well. You know, you've been out here doing your thing. I've admired all that you have accomplished. So thank appreciate you for that. It. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Well, let's jump right into it. First of all, go ahead and tell the people who you are, because I know you, but everybody else needs to know you. So tell the people a little bit oh, about yeah, Kaylee sure. Crossfire. 
Well, you know, my name is Kaylee Crossfire. You know, I am a singer, songwriter, rapper from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I've probably been doing music since I was a little girl, I would say. Um, you know, kind of started off, you know, in choir classes throughout, like, middle school, things like that. And I don't know, it just kind of kicked off. But um, I would say, on a serious note, probably since I've been, like, 20, you know, that's when I've really been going hard, pursuing music, like, on a serious tip. Um, I found a love and a passion for it. It's been one of those things that has helped me build my confidence, um, my character. So, you know, ever ever since I, like, really just put my foot forward and decided this is what I wanted to do, i just been going full speed ahead. So here we are, you know. God has gave me a lot of blessings throughout my journey, and I'm here now. So. Hey, hey, definitely here. So before we get all the way into it, tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your journey from deciding that you were gonna stop work. Because I remember all this. You like, bro, I'm gonna stop working. Yes. I'm just gonna go hard at this. Tell me, tell me a little bit about how that came about. Crazy. So basically, um, I literally was just not happy. I was not happy with um, just just working like a normal, you know a normal job. I just knew that was not my purpose. I knew that that was taken away from the things that I wanted to accomplish. Um, I was actually a certified nursing assistant. Um, that's what I've been doing since I've been about 18. And don't get me wrong, I love the work that I did. I love helping people. I just know that that wasn't my calling in life. And like I said, that's a, that's a job that requires a lot, you know. And um, it was kind of just taken away from my artistry to the point I'm just like, look, I'm missing out on great opportunities. I started getting, you know, calls and things from out of town. My job wasn't trying to let me off without you know, accounting it against my attendance. I was on the verge of being fired anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was about to be up out of there anyway. I was about to be out of there anyway. So I felt like I was down to my last strike. It was either do this show in Atlanta <laughs> or just resign and just bow out gracefully. So <laughs> I just decided that I was going to take that leap of faith. Um, and I just, you know, resigned from my position. And, you know, I, you know, I want people to understand that, you know, of course I have a plan and action in place. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just going to say that I, you know, left my place of employment without thinking ahead. You know what I'm saying? At least a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right. I properly planned and I made that leap. And, you know, it, it, it's been working out for me because ever since I did that, I just noticed greatness and great things started to occur for me. So it was a good decision for me, you know. Facts, facts. It definitely, it definitely had to happen. I mean, the same for me. Like even with just jumping out here to California, I still jumped out here, and then ended up working a job, and realized that, you know, I couldn't. Same thing. I couldn't get off to go shoot this, or I couldn't get off right. to go shoot that. You know, and then uh, I was kind of complacent at the job. I found myself being complacent too, right? Did you find yourself being like complacent? Like I just need to get this check every because you get comfortable, right? Yes, yes, you do. You get extremely comfortable. And then with me, it was just like, I didn't want, I didn't want to accept that this was what my life was going to be. Like, I just knew, I knew what I loved to do. And I knew what my purpose was, had a lot of struggles and things along the way. And I'm just like, look, this is my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I either have to accept it. I'm just talking about my personal life with me having to take care of my mom and me, you know, getting custody of my nephew at a very young age on top of that. 
and just right. all these obstacles, right, that was kind of thrown my way. And it was like, there were times where I was just like, okay, I'm just not happy. And the only way I'm going to be happy is if I, you know, be a little bit selfish. You know what I'm saying? Because I was, I was right. always going to other people. I'm like, I have to get a little bit selfish and do these things for myself that's ultimately going to help to better my family. So that's kind of mm-hmm. where my chase and my driving coming from, you know, at this point. So Right. Well, let, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about, you know, mm-hmm. um, how I know a little bit of your situation. We don't, we don't have to get too deep into it. But just like mm-hmm. even you having to take custody of your your nephew at a young age, which for the most part, I always just knew little man as your son. So definitely. My son. T- mm-hmm. Definitely. So, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how how that molded you and gave you the drive as the, to be the artist that you are right now, you know, cause you, you have to take care of him, but then you also right. have to figure out how to Child, get your artistry crazy, off. Right. right. Crazy. See, I was minding mm-hmm. my own business and then boom, I was an instant mama. That's literally how it happened. <laughs> instant mama of a, of a, how old was he? <laughs> I was like 20. And how old was, like 20, uh, so did you get, you get him right away? The mirror was like, yeah, I got him. I had the mirror when he was like three. Going on four okay, so like instant toddler, so instant mama with a toddler, instant, instant, instant mama with a busybody toddler who mm-hmm. you know had a lot of emotional issues on top of that. And children, mm-hmm. what I've learned with children with a lot of emotional issues, they are very, very, they require a lot. You know what I mean? Right. They require yeah. a lot, and um, so it was, it was very trying. It was a very trying time in my life. I just had to pray about a lot of stuff, um, mm-hmm. because. I have this whole kid that has all these issues. Uh, you know, he's taken away from, you know, his mother. He's not with his aunt. Don't get me wrong. He loves me. You know what I mean? But I'm still not mom. I would never, right. you know, be that place of mom to him. So he had all these yeah. issues he didn't know how to deal with. On top of that, he's acting out at school. On top of that, I'm just trying to do what I need to do. And that was making it difficult, <laughs> you know. But right. yeah. ultimately, you know, ultimately he worked through it. I just gave him the love that I knew he needed. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. You know, I just prayed, and it was a lot of hard times and a lot of hard days, but we got through it, you know? I could honestly say, you know, he has matured so much. He's an awesome, talented, smart, beautiful little boy, you know, mm-hmm. little young man, I should say, because he is grown. He is too grown for his own look good now, about to be 12. Yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy, yep. you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, you know, my, my uh, youngest boy is about to be 12, so I understand that struggle. See? They exactly. finding themselves, and my oldest yeah. went through that so one already. So, yeah, yeah, I know how that is. <laughs> so yeah, it's a whole little thing. But you know what? It was it was an experience for me that I feel like made me a better woman, only because yeah. I feel like all the little childish things and all the little negative things I probably used to get into that made me snap out of it and realize like, okay, it's time to get on your grown mom, your grown woman, because now you have somebody who is looking to you for survival mm-hmm. for everything you know and i'm saying mm-hmm. i couldn't do all that little stuff you know that i used to do i couldn't hang out all night with my friends i couldn't you know i couldn't do a lot of things you know what i'm saying these are like those sacrifices early on that i had to make you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying but yeah, once definitely. things got stable that's when i'm like okay cool everybody's situated now i have to get a little selfish you know what i'm saying because if i don't do this you know we're gonna be pretty much in the same position you know what i'm saying so i tell people it's okay to get a little selfish sometimes when you're trying to better yourself because ultimately that's gonna better your family's life you know what i'm saying as well so Mm -hmm. it was a lot of that but 
we cool. It made me a better woman today. I feel like it was a blessing. It was kind of crazy because it's, it's crazy for me because it was almost like God knew that I was going to have him. And I tell people this story because I actually gave him his whole name. Oh, wow. His mother let me name him. Mm-hmm. Wow. I gave That's him dope. his whole name. Yes. His That's whole dope. name came to me. Whole entire name. <laughs> First, middle, last was, you know, all of hey, it. He, you know? so, he, he yours. He crazy. yours. He's mine. He's yours. He's mine. For sure. <laughs> so, yep. So I know you talk about I know you talk about being selfish, but I kind of I kind of don't feel like when it comes to family that you're you're being selfish when you uh, start to take moves to better yourself. You know what I mean? Because ultimately, you're taking those moves to better yourself and better your family. So really, that's actually very generous. You know what I mean? Now to these. To these outside niggas, that's self. Like I'm <laughs> selfish to you, nigga. <laughs> right? You, know what I mean? you can't do bad body, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't do for everybody. I got these everybody ones can't. in the house that I gotta, I gotta do for them, and these immediate exactly. family members I gotta do for. Us. So y'all might have to chill for a little bit, yeah. and I'm gonna come yeah, back and see true. y'all. Yes, yeah. but everybody who close to me, you know, it's all I love. I have my selfish moments where I just, you know, even you know, just having to step away from my friends and things like that. You know what I'm saying? But this is all just to get me together. And thank God for good friends. You know, good right. friends, I feel like, matter in your life because you need that. You need that support system. You know what I'm saying? You need those people to tell you when you being a little extra. When You know what right. I'm saying? But, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, your friends do help mold you and push you. I have a great friend who actually motivated me as well when it was time to make those hard life-changing decisions. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's good to bounce ideas off people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I was able to do that with a lot of my friends, and they are the ones who gave me the, you know, encouragement. Because girl, go for it! Like we, we got you, you know. And they do; they have my back. So, good friends Definitely. matter too, though. I will say, good friends matter. So, so we talk about again taking it back to being being selfish. You actually were on your very generous, uh, very generous mood. When you started something very a movement very big oh. within the city of Milwaukee, and that was something that I always was, I would look at it. I'd be like, "Yo, she really started this. Like the first person to do it." Tell us about that. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you what you had going on. So, um, what I had noticed um, being a female artist in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, is the division amongst female artists in my community. I felt like people always try to pin us against each other, very similar to what you were seeing in the industry with mainstream female artists. It's kind of the same thing that I've seen here. So what I wanted to do or the vision that I had was to come together with dope, talented female artists in the city. And it originally started as just a song. So I named this song uh, Female Takeover. So I rounded up these collective of dope um, MCs in the city. We did this dope track. And then my boy... Champ Robinson actually hey. the first music video to that joint. So that actually turned into a music video. It did really, really extremely well. We got a lot of praise and um, love, you know, about it in the city. Because we did Who that. Who was on we the did. track? You know, it was the first time. You Who know what I'm saying? Shout out to my Kia Rap Princess. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my sister, Kia Rap Princess. My homie, Young Key. You know, my mm-hmm. girl, uh, Hampton. She keeps changing her name. <laughs> Remy, Hampton, oh. <laughs> you know, Lady right. Shout out to my ladies. Um, yeah, we came together. We did that. That was an awesome thing. And so basically from there, 
given and seen the love that we got from it, you know, I decided the following year to actually turn it into an actual showcase. So then it turned into a showcase, and I didn't want to just keep it for female, um, you know, artists. I wanted to open it up. Like, why not invite the youth in? You know, why not show these young ladies something positive? You know what I'm saying? Why not bring in, you know, women from all walks of life to come showcase their talents? So that's exactly what we did. So we had female performers. We had models. We had hair designers, fashion designers. We had... um, just a collective of business women around, you know, the Milwaukee area. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. The response that we got was amazing. So basically, you know, we sold out. And from there, it's just something I've been doing every year. So mm-hmm. now, you know, in 2020, it's going to be the fifth female takeover showcase. The Coming fifth. Fun. Hold on. Talk your <laughs> shit. Fifth. Talk the your fifth. shit one more time. The fifth. The fifth. fifth. <laughs> That's what's up, showcase. man. And it was it was crazy because it was something that has never been done, and um, I would like to say that I helped women um, in the community build really great relationships and bonds with one another. So now, when you know they go out to these events and they see you know this other female artist, they're like, "Hey, I can actually socialize with this girl. I know her. There's no tension. It's not like I have to feel like I'm better than she is, or it is mm-hmm. not that standoffish. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's dope. If that's what it's about. It's be it's about uh creating those relationships and i'm happy to say that i helped you know a lot of ladies to like you know create them so it was amazing that's huge man just creating those bonds and those ties like i like to say a lot of times that you know it's not realistic like i know you've been traveling and doing shows and jumping out here and really really getting your shit off and learning is you know like i like to yep. say it's not realistic for everybody to get out and do that but it is realistic for us to go and do it, learn something, and bring it back to the city. And it sounds like exactly. that's what, you, what you've what you been doing with Female Takeover and been able to mm-hmm. really, you know, five years strong in a place where yeah. people think we don't support each other. You know what I mean? You sell, you sell yeah. no every time you do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's that's, amazing. And it's also, yeah, and, what I, and, and that's, you know, a, a strong point that you mentioned, you know, and I'm saying about just bringing back things that you've learned because another key component of the female it's not all just about the artistry um you know as far as like the performance and stuff um but it's more so about helping them build those skills that they may not know right so i help a lot of new female artists with stage development you know what i'm saying stage presence um i also teach them a little bit about the business side of things because sometimes as women we don't necessarily feel comfortable going to males for advice you know what I'm saying? Because mm. there's always that motive we feel, like that underlying motive of like, what what do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? Like, or just with some weirdos out there. You know what I'm saying? So you might necessarily just feel better talking to a woman. So I tell the girls, like, look, whenever y'all need something, if y'all need, I ain't saying I know it all, you know, but I did educate myself on this business. So I do share that expertise with a lot of the upcoming female artists because a lot of these girls are new. There's a lot of women who did these showcase who didn't know anything about it. Some of them, it was their first time performing. So, it is about that, wow. you know, bringing back what you've learned and bringing it to your community. So, yeah, it's, that's exactly what it is. Okay. So, why do you why do you think? I guess I, I, I guess not even a why do you think because I know I guess we've just always had uh, a great working working friendship relationship. Mm-hmm. It's never been nothing weird, you know, in between us, like right. super comfortable oh, just yeah. as a just yeah. as a sister. Whenever we work together, like no matter what's happening, it's always mm-hmm. super comfortable. Like why do you wh- I, let me let me not say why do you think, but what do you think 
can be done to where, you know, men and women, you know, women can be able to feel more comfortable asking guys different things. And I guess it got to be just dudes stop being creepy, huh? Like, I think I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, that's what pretty much <laughs> what I was about to say. Man, y'all need to be quit being so. Like. Niggas do be creepy. <laughs> I don't ask them all questions. You know, it's, just, it, it's, it's really nothing that can be done. It's just that guys have to realize, like, when a, when you're working with a woman, keep it professional. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. pretty much all it is. Not every woman, you know, that around you want you. You get what I'm saying? Maybe these women right. have significant others already. Don't press mm-hmm. yourself if it's not wanted. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As soon as I get a vibe that you're hitting on me and you know that, you know, I may be in a relationship or, excuse me, everybody may not know or whatever the case is, but it's just the it's just the respect factor. You know what I'm saying? If right. I'm here on business, that's what I'm here on. I'm not here to flirt with you. I'm not here wanting anything. I'm not here wanting a favor. I don't ask for favors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I don't yeah. want you thinking, I owe you anything. You feel right. me? Because like, I don't owe you anything. <laughs> so... End of the day. Yeah, for the most part, guys gotta just stop being creepy. Stop it. Stop the creepy. Dudes gotta stop being creepy. Get out of here with that. For niggas like you. That's true. Milwaukee L. Milwaukee good for making a list, bro. Milwaukee is good for making a list. I'd be like, man, I'm glad I'm not here to get on one of these damn lists because they would throw you. They'll throw you on a list in a minute. And everybody around yeah, with the story too. You don't everybody around with the story. No, don't get on the, don't get on that list, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be sad for you. You get on that list. Don't do it. You get on that list. It's over. You already is established as a creeper. All of that. Super creep. <laughs> so I know. Also within within the uh, female takeover, you do a mixtape with that as well, right? I did do a mixtape in 20, um, shoot, was that this year? No, that was last year. Oh, my gosh, horrible. Yeah, that was just so this last year. year. Yeah, so last year we actually did the first female takeover mixtape. So I was very proud of that. So it's like every year I feel like there's like progression or we're going a different route and just trying to break through different avenues with this female takeover movement. You know, eventually I want to get to a space where we're able to tour you know, with the mm. ladies. Um, that's that's basically where I'm trying to, you know, head with this in the future. That's where I see this going a few years down the line. But we were able to do a mixtape. And I was proud of that because that, <clears throat> until we're able to move around, um, I did want to get a collective of ladies not just from Wisconsin. So we were able to branch out to ladies in different areas. So we have ladies from Illinois on the mixtape, from Iowa, mm-hmm. um, Atlanta, um, you know, not so many places just yet, but it was progress. You know what I'm saying? It was reaching out just to different ladies who are in different areas who wanted to get exposure and, you know, just collaborate with dope other female artists. So, yeah, that was like a history-making project that has never been done in Milwaukee, Wisconsin before. Um, so it was definitely the first of its kind. This movement in itself is the first of its kind here. So it was dope. That was incredible. Like, people were supported. We did a whole mixtape uh, release party, and we just had a great time. It was awesome. Yeah. That Just seeing that room full of ladies, I mean... You get what I'm saying? Just seeing that room full of female artists, dog, it was so right. incredible. Like, it was just a whole vibe. We was just like, dog, we all here supporting each other. There ain't no hate. We ain't mm-hmm. hating on you for what you doing or, you know what I'm saying, or what you got going yeah. on. It was just genuinely a, a cool, comfortable space. And we all got to vibe out and get to know each other. No one thought they was better than another. We were just there supporting one another. And it was dope. So, <clears throat> yep. So, we don't keep the same moving. Absolutely. And that's that's interesting because I always 
even in the the beginning, you just say like, even in the Cardi versus Nicki versus Remy Ma, all that kind of stuff. Like I always feel like, why can't, why is it so hard to coexist? Like why can why can why can Jay Z and Eminem and you know Ti Kendrick J Cole Lil Wayne all these top artists live in the same space? as a man but then you know the women end up and i'm not even gonna say the women end up going together going going at each other but i think i think we as fans end up pushing women against each other what do you how do you feel about I think that like the fans and i think it's also like the media the media plays a huge part in that shit too you know and i'm messy they want to be messy. They want people to clickbait. You know, they want to use stuff as clickbait. I see that so mm-hmm. much. Like, the media will literally, you know, draw that out of line, and then the fans get into it. Because, you know, they want to protect, you know what I'm saying, who they rocking with, you know? Right. So, yeah, it's very unfortunate. But I feel like the media plays a, a huge part in that, because the media draws draw stuff out of line. They'll post a clip or something, you know. Maybe so-and-so will say, you know, I love her, you know, but there may have been a time in the past that, you know, this happened, but they won't play the whole clip. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they'll play, like, something, and, and it'll just blow it out of proportion, and then, boom, a beef start, because that person didn't have time to hear the whole clip. They only heard this little piece that you said, right. something, boom, shot fire, next thing you know, Facts. they beefing. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. take it out of proportion. Has a, yeah, yeah, media has a, a large part to play in that, but, um. You know, there also could be a phone call exchange or a message wrote like, mm-hmm. hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Let, let's just talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I honestly, you know, I will say that I'm going to just put it out there. Um, me and um, Remy, who goes by uh-huh. Hampton now, mm-hmm. um, after we did the, the female takeover, it was a little tension. I didn't understand what that tension was. You know, I really didn't. I really? didn't understand what it was. Yeah. And this is me being honest. I can talk about it because we're cool now. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. when that happened and I felt that there was like this drift and I didn't understand it, the next time I seen her, I walked up to her as a woman and I said, what hey, came to her as a woman? Get out of here. Came to her as a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. Let me I'm just joking. Right? Yeah, go ahead. I know. You ugly. But <laughs> <laughs> I came to her as a woman. Like, hey, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's good? Like, I don't know. I'm just sensing the vibe. And I, I can't place the energy. And instead of us not talking about it, let's just talk about it. You know what I'm saying? We women. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? We was able to sit there at that spot, talk about the issue, which really wasn't a major. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we worked through it, and we've been cool ever since. Not as us. You know what I'm saying? She was all out kicking it with me and Callie when I was out there. She's staying Callie. Yeah, now. I remember. You know we was all at the crib. Me. Right. We was all out the crib killing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, there's actually, there's no drama. But, see, a lot of that could happen to avoid a lot of problems in the industry. I just think it takes for somebody to be that better person. You know what I'm saying? Right. And just mm-hmm. address the situation. You know? Because it, it don't be a lot of anything that occurs. You know? It just takes a person to just, you know? What do you think? Do you think it's pride? Do you think it's ego? Do you think it's, uh, I I don't want to look weak? Like, what do you think? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I I can't, you know, it's probably a combination of all of it, but I just feel like you just got to be secure with yourself. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, if I genuinely know, like, I'm not that person that so-and-so is painting me out to be, then I'm going to try and to do what I have to do to let you understand what my character is. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just ain't fucking with me. Because then if you ain't fucking with me, I ain't gonna force it. 
You get what I'm right. saying? No but need I'll to force it. Try to address it. I ain't gonna force it. You know what I'm saying? But I will at least try to address it if I feel like it's something that could work out. Unless I feel that energy like you just want to be beefing. You know what I'm saying? Now that's different. Now, now you can't just help that because now that's just somebody wanting to be evil. You know what I'm saying? Or wanting mm-hmm. wanting to have an issue, and right. then you can't do anything about that but live your life. But so, that's facts. It's all good know? stuff. Good stuff, man. Well, let's get to it. Let's get to why the people is here. To why, why my sis is why out here popping in these streets. Why she out here cracking <laughs> rhythm and flow. Yo, let me listen. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. When you called me in secret confidence, shaking and bursting with energy because you can't tell anybody. But you had to say something when you told me that, listen, you don't know how how fast my heart beat. I damn near dropped tears. It's like when you, it was like you just, you just got to that next lap of that marathon. And I'm like, like, tell me, tell me how it started. I know I heard you've been grinding. So when it happened, I'm like, yo, this is this is it. Like, no matter yes. what happens, as soon as you seen, no which we have seen, as soon as you're seen and put in front of the mainstream, oh, you're going to pop. Yes. And I always yes. knew that. I always knew that. So tell me, tell me how it started. I, wanna, I need to know the top from the beginning because you couldn't tell people. Okay, so you want all the juicy TV. So how you, how you get, don't, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait a minute. I don't want the tea, my nigga. Like, hold on. We had, it's like the tea podcast. Like, I just want to know. I just want the information. You can okay, give a nigga a little juice or something. Right. Give me a little juice. I'll take a little juice. Yeah, uh, give me a little juice. All right, go ahead. Give me a juice. Okay, you want the juice. You want the tea. Gotta get back to the tea. But anyway, no. <laughs> no, okay, no, okay. For real. All right, so boom, I was minding my own business, right? <laughs> well, um, I got you. <laughs> it's so, okay. You know, everybody knows I'm a Cardi fan. I, fuck, I mean, I fuck with female artists. I'm definitely a Cardi fan. Love her personality. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. But, um, so I seen that she posted. This is a crazy story. Y'all listen to this story. This shit was crazy. All right, boom. So I seen Cardi B post on her page, right? You know, because they had to make an announcement that, you know, they were taking submissions for this new show, da 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 Her The link was in the bio. Fill it out. Could be, you know, a part of the show, right? You know, not a lot mm-hmm. of information was out there. So I'm like, all right, let me go. You know what I'm saying? Hit, man, I hit that link so fast. Like, it wasn't even a lot of people seeing it yet. I'm like, ooh, bam. Early. Let's go fill exactly. it out. Wow. Filled it out. Cool. So then I'm sitting there, so like the next day, I don't know, I'm, I'm a person who gets feelings. I don't know if people like that where they just get feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just get yeah. really strong feelings. So I'm like, let me check my email. Now, I got like four of them. So my booking email, you know, I just noticed I hadn't checked that in a while. So I'm telling me to go to that email. I checked that email, and I see a message from someone at the time. I didn't know who it was. It was just a someone who basically was saying that they seen me online on Instagram. And mm-hmm. they thought that I would be a great fit for this new show. Now, this email was dated like a week before. You know what I'm saying? I even did anything, you know, filled out anything with Cardi. Before you saw Crazy the... Thing so, wait, this was dated a week before you saw the Cardi before, post. Before, yes. Okay. This was dated like okay. a week before I even seen the Cardi post. <clears throat> so, I see it. And then she was like, um, you know, click this link, fill out a submission form, 
um, because I think you'd be a great fit for this show, da 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 and then let me know when you have done it. So I'm like, what is this? Like, I go to this link, and literally, I'm like, bro, this is the exact same link I just filled out. Like, this was the exact same thing, but it was called something different, and uh-huh. that's because they couldn't announce what it was. You know, it was the still code name. Yeah, yeah it was the code, code name. But it was uh-huh. like the same, it was the same thing. Right. So I put it together, and I'm like, this is crazy. This is fucking crazy. Like, it's the same thing. So I'm like, all right, boom, let me do my investigation to see who this person is. You know, obviously your investigation artist. I did my investigation. I followed the links. Mm-hmm. I looked her up. Boom, boom, boom. I found her on Instagram. So she, in fact, was a casting producer for Rhythm and Folk. So nice. I was able to find her. And then I just seen that, you know, I, I just checked with her on Instagram. Like, hey, did you send me this? Like, she was like, yes, you know, this is the same show. Like, da, 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 da. So long story short, that's how it happened. I don't call it fate. I don't know. All I know is... <laughs> Everything lined up. Everything lined up. I actually got this email a week before Cardi or anybody announced it, you know? So from there, mm-hmm. they wanted me to submit um, some videos of me, you know, doing my thing, doing freestyles or whatever. I sent uh-huh. them things in so quick. And already then the next week, I know deck. they were like, already had them on deck. Get Hold on, pause that for a second. Hold on, pause that oh. for a second. Because we talk about persistence and consistency and all that good stuff. You already had the the, the clip and the tuck. So all you had to do is Man, load up and let it ride. Clip. I had to load up and fuck. That's all I <laughs> That's it. That's it. They was ready to go. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's real. You had already been putting yeah. in the work. So when somebody yeah. asked for it, oh, I got this. It was there. No, here you go. I don't got to go make it. It's right here. Exactly. It was there. So, yeah. continue, you know, continue. Had it ready. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Fun and tour. And uh, from there, she was like, okay, thank you. This is great. You know, she gave me the praise with it. Said it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Said somebody was going to be in touch. You know what I'm saying? So the thing about it was, here was the kicker. This is where I was really on the edge of the seat, though. Mm -hmm. Because she saw me this a week ago. You know what I'm saying? She was like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? I wish you would have seen this email a little bit sooner because, you know what I'm saying? Yada, yada, yada. You know, like they had already kind of started the process you know what i'm saying um so long story short i was cool but i was sweating for like that whole like few weeks where i was waiting for like a word back you know what i'm saying i'm like damn i I looked at my email too late i ain't never ever after that waited so long to check my email again that was a lesson learned (laughs) lesson (laughs) learned right there listen to that (laughs) long story short they loved it and then i got that call or that rather that email that i would be going to the next, you know, process, which was going to audition in Illinois. So I knew it was real when they, you know what I'm saying, made sure everything was handled and taken care of. I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, crazy. So then, boom, I had to audition in Illinois. So that's the man. That's, I don't know if you want me to go further or what. Like, I don't no, we're going to go further. So so yeah. tell me tell me about the process when you got there because this is this would be your first time doing something like this as far as reality yeah. TV. This is the yeah. first reality TV show of its kind with rappers. So yeah. it was it was new to everybody. So tell me yeah, a little bit making. about great. Yeah, absolutely. Day one. So Ooh. tell me a little bit about that uh that process when you got there because people people don't know how this goes, you know what I mean? So yeah, tell us the process of so- when you got there yeah. what happened okay cool boom so when i got there you know we had the you know obviously you know 
you know, they had us, you know, at a hotel and everything like that. And they pretty much ran through the process of how things would be going. They told us, like, look, you know, y'all are going to be auditioning in front of some, you know, pretty big people. At the time, we really didn't know who they were. I really didn't know who it was going to be. I really didn't know. And um, so it was just honestly, it was just crazy because I'm, I'm being put in a room with all these other people I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and and I'm and I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm cool with talking to people and being friendly and things like that. But it was crazy just hearing everybody's stories and how people are from all different types of you know walks of life. Right. And we all are here for this one common purpose, and we all know that, like, bro, like I'm competing against you. <laughs> yeah, we all I'm, want that. Spot. I'm here to smash you. Know you. Hi, how you doing? Like, I'm here I'm to kill you today. Like, Man, I'm telling you. So I'm sitting up there like, look, y'all cool and all, but look, the cops. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, we're we're all in you know holding room, chatting it up, you know, know each other, and you know, one by one, you know, they're they're taking us out to go basically, you know, do our thing, you know, Uh in front of these panel of judges, which we found out later, obviously was Chance, Mm -hmm. uh, Twister, and Royce the Five Nine. So Uh I just remember that moment of waiting to be called. Mm-hmm. And me just sitting there, just knowing I'm next, and then just seeing people come in like I made it, or come in like shit I didn't, and then you're just mm-hmm. like, wait, what? You didn't make it? Like, what did you do? And you know what I'm saying? Like, you're hearing a reaction, so you thinking they would have made it because the reaction you mm-hmm. hear the crowd, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, damn, like that's crazy. You ain't make it, like you know. So I just remember the moment <clears throat> that I was about to go on stage, and one of the producers me her was talking, and I remember mm-hmm. her telling me. The words she told me before I got on stage, I feel like would help me like kick that shit up because she what was she just like, she was like, you're the only Milwaukee, Wisconsin contestant here. Show them what the uh, fuck you got. Give me a right, Just ASAP. like that. Like I'm like, Charged you. <laughs> <laughs> Charged you ASAP. <laughs> ASAP. And I thought about that. I'm like, it processed for a moment. I'm like, bro, I got to put on for my city. What is you saying? Like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Because... You know, people from the city, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't get opportunities like this every day. It's like people look over us for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. They look over us. They don't, They you hear about it. Even when people come into town, they barely stop here. They don't go to Chicago. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Look, I had to go to Chicago just for auditions. You know what I'm saying? Right. They come to our town and they quick in and out. Like, no, no, no. In and out. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it is. So it was just crazy because I'm like, dog, when they said that, it just triggered something in me. It was like, you're right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just went out there. And then, you know, also what my mind frame is, um, I can't say I'm new to performing because I'm not. You know, I've been on many of stages, all different yeah. sizes. But it's uh-huh. just like my thing was I said that I'm not going out here to be judged that's what I told myself. I was like, I'm not going out here to be judged. I said, I'm going to go out here and put on a show. Because that, to me, will put me in a comfortable space. Because I'm comfortable when I'm on a stage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I like that. Right. So that's what I told myself. And then that's the mind frame. I went out there. At first, I really didn't even pay attention to the judges. I paid attention to the crowd. That's kind of what I did. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I'm used to doing. You know? You know what? They so noticed that. They took notice yeah. of that. That you mm-hmm. you you wanted the crowd more than anything. They definitely yeah. took notice of that. So mm-hmm. you up there, you up there, and you perform. You do your thing, and then the big homie <laughs> Twister <laughs> gives you mad love. How's that? How did that feel? 
Oh my gosh. Okay, I am a big fan, right, of Twister. For one thing, I grew up grew up listening to Twister. Mm-hmm. Um another thing is the fact that I watch a lot of reality shows. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially like American Idol and things like that. And I always feel the emotion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Behind somebody, you know, getting that that praise, you know what I'm saying, and, and their emotion. Like, I feel that, right? But I yeah. never thought in a million years I'd be that person. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I never yeah. thought until I was literally up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, man, I'm a gangster. I'm going to be smooth. Like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Got soft real so quick. Moment, oh, my God. Moment, <laughs> I guess what it was for me is I'm like, I will know if I did a good job by what the first judge says. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's that's yeah. how I felt. I felt like whatever this first judge says is how I'm going to know if I did a good job or not. Because he's the first one. You, you're the first one to talk about how I did up here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. the moment he said what he said and I didn't hear anything negative, I lost it. Like, I tried to be strong. Like, I tried to laugh at first, but I could. You I'm tried like, to oh, hold it down, <laughs> but it was over. Yeah, you tried to hold it oh, down, man. but it was dead over. In tears, the waterworks came out. It was so ugly, but, you know, it was real. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that, that's when I knew. I'm like, dude, this is what I love to do. You know what I'm saying? Because be, what other proof do you need? You know what I'm saying? Just to hear that from somebody as great and who has been in the game as long as Twister. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Somebody who currently, you know what I'm saying? All these men are still currently doing their thing. Shout out to Chan. Shout out to Royce Upon Nine. But it was something about when the first judge, and it could have been either one of them. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's just the fact that the first judge, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. told me how great of a job he thought I did. That for me was like that moment I probably will never in my life forget because that moment set the time. I, that moment, you know what I'm saying? Because I've been working so hard for this like since I've been a little girl, you know? So it was just to hear that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was beautiful. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so you get that love. You get that love from Twister. Then you get love from from Royce the Five Nine, and then Chance mm-hmm. finally say. But you know what? Royce the Five Nine did something too, though. You know what he did? You know how you did. already emotional. You know yeah. how you already emotional, right? And he told you, let that. Somebody be like, "What's wrong?" You know, you get to cry even more and shit. Like he was. Like, oh, he hit you with the "What's wrong?" What you feeling? Like, I'm like, don't do that. Okay. Oh, no. I've been doing this so long. <laughs> you know what? That's when they was, I'm going to tell you what that is. They was looking for that TV <laughs> moment. He had on the earpiece. They was like, Royce, oh. make her cry. Make her cry, I'm Royce. Finisher. <laughs> That's what it was. Finisher. Oh, God. Finisher, Finish Royce. <laughs> That's all it was. That was that Royce got an extra right check there. for that day. He got an extra Ooh. check for that that day. <laughs> telling you it was crazy that's what it was that's what it was though it was literally it was you know he, they just pulled it out of me but it was crazy it was it was amazing it was and then and then the crowd they played so much too because they add they added the little cherry on top oh they put some more on top of it my name. they did they that was lit though that was I'm lit like, y'all playing too much for my soul <laughs> and that got you that got you even more points though you know what I'm saying? Oh, like the crowd was with you, and that's what got you God. even more points. It was crazy. So, so and then crazy. Chance says, 
know. And then, you know, I shit. Honestly, I can't even remember. <laughs> you can't even remember. It was all Blake. I can't even Chance said, oh, you're definitely like, going to L.A. Oh, He's, right. Yes. There we go. Boom. You know what I'm saying? He said, <laughs> I'm going to L.A. It was such a blur, y'all. I'm telling y'all. Like, the shit was such a blur. Like, I literally sit there and I'm just like, what the fuck? I, it was like a shocking, unbelievable moment. And then for him, you know what I'm saying? to give me that validation and tell me that I was going, like, it was over. It was just even, like, they just kept adding to it, like, adding more fuel to the fucking cry fire. That's all it was. Like, the cry fire. The cry fire. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, so, Dude, boom. We won. <laughs> we won in, in Chicago. A couple weeks yes. later, a week later, whatever it is, we fly to L.A. Yes. Was this your mm-hmm. first time in L.A.? Or it was, was this... First fucking time in Los Angeles, California, and OMG. Talk about that. It's Talk so about crazy. that Cali energy. Talk about that Cali energy because you know we come wow, from like, a different coast, like the whole other side of the from, world. Yes, like we Midwest is nitty gritty. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just going over there and just seeing like the people. It looks like everybody's so fucking happy in LA. Like I'm just looking around, like, dude, like what? <laughs> Why am I happy and healthy and shit? Everybody vegans over there? Like, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I'm like, dude, the air, the air even just, the air was different. Like, it just smelled different. Like, I'm like, what is in yeah, the air? Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's pollution. Made... That's pollution. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's pollution. <laughs> Who doesn't? Forest fire left over. It is forest fires. It ain't that many, it ain't that many trees over here like in Wisconsin. That's, that's definitely pollution. <laughs> but carry on, continue. <laughs>
she was super smooth, super down to earth, and me and her was clicked up the entire time we were there. So it was pretty much mm-hmm. her. And then um, I got pretty cool with Cakes to Killer. Hey, Cakes, that's my boo. Cakes yeah, y'all still keep up. New York. Yeah, we still rock, you know what I'm saying? We talk on social media, so crack jokes back and forth about things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yes, definitely. So, those were, like, you know, who I was clicked up with. <clears throat> we actually went out, took a night on the town and everything. Like, we was like, okay, let's just, let's have some fun while we out here. Like, yes, we're here for mm-hmm. a competition, but let's have fun, too. Let's ex- let's enjoy this moment, right? Because who knows what's going to happen, who knows when next time we're going to be here. You know what I'm saying? So right. we wanted to experience everything about this whole experience. So I had a fucking blast. So as far as the kicking portion. <laughs> now when it was time That's for the actual cop, cop So burn, yeah, let's know? get to the, let's get to the competition because it's a lot of people, including <sighs> me, that was dead ass pissed off. How? So take me, take How? me through that. Take me through it. All right, so boom, we get, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's time to get to work. So we, we out there for a little hot, you know what I'm saying, second. So I think this is probably like day two we was out there, you know what I'm saying. They probably make everything seem like, you know what I'm saying, no, we was probably out there. By day two was when the, the shit got real, you know, when it was time mm-hmm. to meet King Los and, you know, meet all the contestants and things like that. So, you know, like I said, the first thing we do, we meet King Los. We're sitting there, and that's when, you know, um, Cardi and T.I. and them tell us about, you know, the round that we're going to go through, right? They say mm-hmm, the 30 mm-hmm. of us from across the United States and all of that. They're going to cut us in half. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Get the right mm-hmm. bitches. You're all going to do a cipher. So I'm right. like, up, oh, time to focus. Hit y'all later. You know what I'm saying? So Instantly going to bars mode. <laughs> you know, instantly going to mode. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So because they put us, it's crazy because we because they put us in groups, right? I didn't know how this shit was going to go down, right? So in my mind, like I said, boom, I watch a lot of reality shows. What the fuck they be doing on American Idol when you're on there in a group? Sometimes they will eliminate your whole fucking group and suck, right? In my mm-hmm. mind, I'm like, it's a plot twist. They're going to eliminate everybody if we don't do good. Like, you know? <laughs> so right, right. <laughs> in my mind, I'm just like, we got to be prepared. We have to be on cue. We have to help each other. We have to be a solid team type shit. Yeah. But you know, me and my instincts kick in. I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have Ariane. He's new. He's a new artist. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I'm, you know, just trying to kind of help everybody out with like little things. And I ain't going to say everybody, but I'm, I, I am going to say that I wanted to feel like we were, we had our shit together. You get what I'm saying? I wanted us to feel like a group because I didn't know right. the type of ripple effect anything would have one you know what i'm saying us in general you wanted to you make sure your unit was tight that all you know was you at least it could be a got off effect. a little bit exactly. right you didn't right. want you one person to kill the whole group and they like fuck everybody <laughs> yeah you feel okay. me you know what i'm saying uh-huh. so i wanted to make sure we had our shit together so we was rehearsing together we was bouncing flows off of each other you know what i'm saying things like that we literally worked strategically like together mm-hmm. then it was time to do the shits. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just remember getting dressed and I remember walking on set and I remember looking at the set and I remember the feeling I had of seeing this dope ass set built, knowing it costs money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like, mm, yeah, this shit is real. This shit is the, the moment. Now I'm about to be in front real. of the real judges. You get what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Now I'm in front of the real deal people. You know what I'm saying? And I was nervous for a second, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I told myself, like, bitch, knock that shit off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let the nerves go. You know we out of here. 
you know, and I had to get back into that same mind frame again. You are not being judged. You are putting on a show. That's what I told mm-hmm. my fucking self again. And you did. So then it was time. You know what I'm saying? And not that. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. was in the line. Boom. Yeah. You know? And I, like I said, I, I am a very assertive, aggressive female rapper, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I even help, you know, artists with, like, like I said, with artist development. You know what I'm saying? I right. help them with stage presence. I know what people want to see when they're looking at an artist. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? I went out there. Boom, boom. And they face with it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they face with it. Like, you're going to see me. You're going to see my emotion. You're going to see what I mean. Like, you're going to see yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Everything. I, that. I felt cool with that. You know what I'm saying? I did what I did, and I felt 100% great about it. Like, I, mm-hmm. there is not a doubt in my mind where I did not feel like I didn't kill that shit, and I'm just being 100. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how I felt. So after everything was done, after everybody did their shit, Boom. You know what I'm saying? It, we like, okay, we, I think it was, what was it? I think our group had to come back like the next day or some shit. Everything's not done how, you know, TV looks. Um, but when we came back, child. No, before we even came back, like, I remember talking to, like, everybody, right? Because at this time, everybody has done their shit. So at this time, right. everybody's talking. You know, those who fucked up know they fucked up. Those who mm-hmm. did great know they did great. You know what I'm saying? Those who fucked up, like, man, I fucked up. I'm going to get some home. Like, you know, like, right? Because in my mind, I watch a lot of reality TV. I'm going to ring it up mm-hmm. again. Yeah. I, in my mind, I'm like, you fuck up, you're done. That's how they do. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's over. So that's where my mind was. So immediately, I text and um, uh, Sasha, you know, they were in the same group. And I remember them saying that they fucked up. And I remember mm-hmm. them like, dude, it's over for us. And I sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I got a strong connection with those two while I was out there. So right. when they told me that they fucked up, I started crying. I started genuinely crying because I'm like, damn, y'all about to go home. That's how I felt. Like, I want, like, yeah. not even to be funny. Like, I literally started crying because I'm like, damn, I got so cool with them. And now I'm just about to be out here solo dolo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't right. know. I get connections with people easily. Whatever. Yeah, Go no, on. I feel that. I so, feel that. Soft ass. Long story short, you know, that's how confident <laughs> I was in myself. Where I'm like, shit, uh-huh. the fuck y'all going home? I ain't going nowhere. I ain't fuck up. Like, that's how I felt. <laughs> right, right. Then my ass get out there and then boom. Kaylee. Say your name. AJ. I'm thinking like, oh, okay. I'm like, they you call me first because a bitch better go forward. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to take a step, G. You had already not started going. <laughs> not at all, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. But not at all. But, uh, uh-huh. no. They told me that I, I was literally shaking. I don't know if y'all have seen it, but I was literally sitting there shaking because I really didn't know what they were going to say, but just, just, just being, just in that moment, I'm like, this shit is real. Mm-hmm. Like, what, is, what are they going to say? And then they just told me I was not going. And I was so, shocked. I remember having my head down, right? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. promise you. I promise you. I, I still remember this shit like it was yesterday. I remember my head being down. And I remember when they said I wasn't coming. And then I remember I was like, bitch, put your head up. That's yeah. what I said to myself. I said, bitch, put mm-hmm. your head up. And I mm-hmm. put my head up. And I'm like, yeah. hold your head up high. You know what I'm saying? Because you did everything that you could have possibly done. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, 
that's what I had to tell myself. Like, I told myself, like, bitch, you did everything you could have possibly done, you know? You went mm-hmm. out there and you gave that 100%. Put your mm-hmm. head up. You get what I'm saying? Fix your crown. Don't be ashamed of You know what I mean? About. Yeah. Because Facts. I did everything I could do. <clears throat> so and when I you... can't let... Oh, go. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You can't. No, that's you. You about to say something. I know you can't let. You know, I just couldn't let, you know, the things that other people say and how they feel about how I did affect what I know I did and how I felt about myself. Because I know I did great in that moment. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I couldn't let that affect me. It was a competition. They seen more potential than others. But I had to understand that I, I, it is what it is, but I couldn't let that take away from what I know I did out there. You know what I'm saying? So, so with that being said, listen, (laughs) I don't know if they seen more potential in others or if it was something else, because from what I saw, I knew Uh, damn well you wasn't going home. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is, is I, this was, this is what was hard for me when I was watching it. Like I knew, I already knew that you had went home, right? Because you know, it's, it's us already knew you went home. Right. So I didn't know how you went home. So when I watched it, I'm like, all right, I know she's going to get eliminated this episode. Let me see what she did. And, you know, see let if I got to really get on her ass. Please. Like, let me really right. break it down and see, like, yo, you should have did this. I watched it, and I'm like, man, hell no. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> instantly, I'm like, hell no. And the fact of the matter is, I could see it in your face when they said it. I knew something wasn't right, because when they said it, and you told me stories and all that, but when they said it, I could see, like, it came over you, like you couldn't control it. Like it was like, yeah. what the like, fuck? Like, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I was it was fucking shocked. I was like, yeah. what? That was some and real like, feelings right. coming out of there. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. I was salty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, go back to the walking terminology. I was salty. You <laughs> was salty, a little salty, but. <laughs> I was salty, you know what I mean? But, like I said, <laughs> I was genuinely fucked up over it, probably for like, a few hours after that, um, mm-hmm. because I, it had me questioning myself, right? It had me thinking like, well, what did I do? You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yeah. what did I do? Like, should I not have said that joke? Like, right? Like, uh-huh. I'm like, You're what trying to think about I'm like, what did you do? I'm really... realizing everything. Yeah. You know, I'm right. realizing everything. Like, was I too aggressive? Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, should I not have, said the P word. <laughs> like, you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I just analyzed everything you about myself and I started to pick at myself and then I stopped that shit ASAP. I'm like, bitch, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm like, literally, I'm like, bitch, no. I had to stop yeah. it. it. It was it was something that lasted for probably, like I said, a few hours after and I had to let that go because I'm like, I remember that feeling I had after I got done performing and that feeling was like, validation for my fucking self where I know I did that shit and I seen the looks that they had on their faces when I did that shit although they right. probably didn't interpret that in like the actual you know what I mean the actual cuts but I remember mm-hmm. their faces and every little thing they, they did that probably didn't make the show cut that right. gave me validation you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. yeah. that I killed that shit you know so 
Well, I'm gonna tell you like this. I mean, we we all know we all know who won, right? Yeah. We all know D Smoke won. But I'm gonna tell you this. Shout out to for D Smoke, me, man. I know, no, D Smoke was called. I was I was there in LA doing some uh, some Netflix behind the scenes stuff when he performed, and I was like, "Yo, dude, this dude is crazy." But I'm gonna tell you this. If you had a went past that round, got to the music video round, got to the battle round, I know you had some smoke for these niggas. Hands down. Child. Like, I'm not going to say Child. the outcome would have been different, but I'm saying for me, I know you had smoke for them and you would have went crazy. It, it, it would have been, I'm telling you, I'm going to keep 100 with everybody. It would have been, been, been down yeah. to Kaylee and D Smoke. And I'm telling you that oh, because y'all didn't even get to see half of what she could do. Y'all didn't get to see. Y'all would have saw that Milwaukee dog come out if she had a guy in that battle round. I'm telling you. It would have been over. I'm telling you. I would have had to, though. I know you would have ate. It's so so crazy because it's just like, it's one of those things where I'm like, damn, I wish I could have got to that point. But you know what? What I will say, though, is everything happens for a reason. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm not mad at it. You know, I'm not bitter about it because I still look at it as a blessing and a great opportunity that not a lot of people are ever going to get the chance to get. You get what I'm saying? So it was good for me to see, and it was good for my city to see. And because Mm -hmm. of that, I've gained so much love and so many fans who genuinely Mm -hmm. were just like, why the fuck did they cut you? And I'm following your journey because you're dope as shit. And I have to see what else you're going to do because this they should not have cut you. I have so many people saying that to me. So many, well, let's, so much love. Let's talk so about that so because let's talk about that because, like we said at the beginning of this, I knew when you told me you got on that show, I knew as soon as you would have been seen, as soon as you would have been seen, you would have been on. Like it would have been there. Mm-hmm. And I watched like after your episode aired, I went and I mm-hmm. looked at it. I said, "Let me look at her. Let me look at her followers. Let me see what she at." Yeah, like two thousand mm-hmm. four hundred. I'm saying mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep an eye on this. I look at it the next day, like four thousand <laughs> five hundred. I look at it the next day, like six thousand <laughs> something. I'm like, oh, she cracking. I look at it today. She's sitting at fourteen k. Yo, oh, listen. It took me. Let me. Let me. Just, let me say something. Let me tell you something. I worked my ass off and fought for my ten k followers, twelve k <laughs> followers for like six months. Yo ass leaped my shit in four days. <laughs> leaped my shit. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all uh, I was I was so happy just watching it. I'm like, let me just let me just see this organically happen. And it happened like literally happened right in front of my right in front of my eyes. And, and the fire gang was born. The fire gang was born on what? Dude had a pole. They I see that. Name officially. I see. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about today. the love that's coming down the pipeline, man. Because it's it's man. beautiful. I'm seeing it. It's beautiful to see it be organic. You know what I mean, it's so organic. It's so beautiful. Um, I am not even tripping. Like I'm just like y'all. I I keep telling people I'm like, don't trip. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody has to get cut. I was happy to have bowed out gracefully you feel me you did. You i did. was happy to have bowed out on a high note that's what i kept telling myself like that you bowed out on a high note okay mm-hmm. like you know so that's cool but all the love and support that i've been getting has been phenomenal like people literally in my inbox like i don't understand why you got cut but i had to follow you because you are amazing 
so many women and men from my city have been hitting me up. Like, I am so Mm -hmm. proud of you. I am so happy to see someone represent Milwaukee, Wisconsin so well. And that, for me, was fucking amazing because I'm like, I'm so happy. Like, I'm proud of myself. But what makes me even more proud is that my city is proud. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of shit here to be proud of. You get what I'm saying? We don't. You know what I mean? So to see that I was damn near like a hero for the people in my city and in my community, that meant everything to me. I'm like, I'm glad y'all are so proud. I'm glad I give y'all hope. You know how many people hit me up and say, man, you give me hope. You give me motivation to continue Mm -hmm. to keep going. I'm so happy you didn't put the city on. They're saying I put the city on. I'm like, okay, y'all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's real though. Like we need I'm like, that. Okay. We yeah. Need and it's that. crazy because you know what they literally told me? Someone literally told me and I can't remember who it was, and I'm not even gonna bullshit you. Somebody told me they ain't checking for Milwaukee. That's what they said. That's real. That I mean, you know, they I don't said know who, who said, said it, but I'm telling you, that's real. But it is. We said we said that we don't come here or bypass around here, you know? And I gotta be honest. That, I'm just like damn. I got to be honest, when I was watching it, I'm telling you, and I watched it all the way to the end. I honestly, I don't know if it was just because I feel like it had to be like, she's not in that market. That's the only thing that I could think of. She's not, right. because you you came, you came through Chicago, but you're not mm-hmm. from Chicago. See, exactly. if you look at it, all the contestants was from, that uh, ended, those was from cities. one of those major, yeah. major markets, except for Chicago, because all the Chicago people kind of messed themselves <laughs> up, but uh, they could have yeah. went far, but they messed themselves up, unfortunately, yeah. so I, I think at the yeah. end, it would have been one from each major market. market, I think that's probably yeah. what they were going for, but the, the Chicago, politics passing, behind it, probably. the politics, yeah. the mm-hmm. politics, the politics, the politics behind it, yep, you know? and it's crazy, so, because I was, thinking about that too but hey it is what it is it um, is what it is we ain't looking back because right is. now we you, ain't looking you, back it's all forward it's you all conquered is. what you came I mean, to do you know yes, what i mean I like and you took yourself to I can't another be mad level at that. i you know it's so crazy because i'm like i can't be mad at the growth i can't be mm-hmm. mad that you know what i'm saying i was like i said i was able to accomplish something i never dreamed that i would get that opportunity to be in front of these people that i was in front of yeah. like you feel me? Like, feel these are all top fucking people in the game right now. And I got the opportunity to show myself in front of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's dope. You Facts. know, I listen to these people on the fucking radio all the time. You know what I'm saying? I Facts. grew up listening to T.I. He was mm-hmm. my baby daddy back in the day. Because everybody, yeah. you know, everybody, <laughs> every girl loved T.I. back in the day. What is it saying? That was my baby Hilarious. daddy. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. I mean... So you always with the with the women empowerment and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say to you know some women out there that's like looking up to you now? Because I mean, honestly, if we gonna be keep it all the way one hundred, you got some some kids, some upcoming artists, yeah. uh, you know that are that are now going to be you know following your journey and keeping up with you. Yes. Like, what do you yes. what do you have to say to them? You know what I mean? What I have to say is like exactly like what life is it's just like you're gonna have struggles because no one lives a perfect life you're gonna come across some things like that make you want to give up you're gonna have a devil literally trying to pull you down but if you love and have a passion for something 
continue to do it, find ways, and just never give up on your dream. Because there has been times that I wanted to give up. I cried about it. I prayed about it. And I continued to do it. And because of that, the blessings going to roll in. You got to keep fighting. got to keep fighting through it. Yes, Don't get sir. Up. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So tell me, tell me what you got, what you got coming up. Tell, tell the people what you got coming up. Cause you got a lot of people that need to keep up okay, with you now. They need, you know, you got to keep know, feeding the beast. You got to you know keep feeding the beast. I love y'all. I got to keep feeding the beast. Well, period. So yeah. your girl got her new single baptized dropping soon. You know, I done dropped some freestyles. You know what I'm saying? Just so you know what I'm saying? Sorry for the wait. I feel like Wayne. Sorry for the wait. You know, but your girl got her first single, you know what I'm saying, officially, since I've been off mm-hmm. the show, called Baptized, mm-hmm. dropping November 8th. It will be available digitally everywhere, hey. as well as the official music video for that thing. You know what I mean? Talk to Then, you know, your girl got the whole EP dropping soon with another cut, you know, shot by my bro, Chant Robinson. I don't how hey, many talk to him, talk to following him. that. Y'all get ready for that video as well, yeah, no. But, you that know, I got nice some too. things in the works. <laughs> I got some things yeah. in the works, you know. And if our people yeah. are looking to book me for any upcoming shows or any events or things like that, y'all make sure y'all hit a K Crossfire Bookings with the S at gmail.com. Y'all make sure y'all follow me on social media. It's Kaylee Crossfire all across the board on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So there we go. Y'all stay tuned. I'm going to hit y'all with some juiciness, man. Your girl won't let you down, period. That's what's up. So I know uh, I'm just gonna say this, and then we'll we'll end on this. I know there was a a petition, a hashtag going around. Uh, oh my it? god! Justice for Kaylee. <laughs> justice for Kaylee. So do you see yourself with the justice for with the justice for Kaylee? Do you see yourself coming back on the season two? Do you think they'll bring you back? Would you want to wow, go back? It's so crazy because literally that would be so phenomenal if I went back and I mean yeah if they brought me back I couldn't do shit but go hard so I mean we gonna see I mean justice for Kaylee is real they was they was really out here politicking like <laughs> all right let's get I that mean, hashtag no, popping again just, just, <laughs> just know if they brought me back justice will be served <laughs> problems <laughs> it's problems they bring you back it's problems <laughs> Kaylee, thank you so much for taking this time out. We've been talking for a minute. I know we're supposed to do like 30, 45 minutes, but you know, we get on, we go. So thank you for talking to me. I hope, yeah, for sure. I hope a lot of your new fans stay keeping up with you. And I know if they listen to this podcast and really get an insight of of what you're about, you know what I mean? And and who you really are and how generous you are and want to bring empowerment to women and just all that good stuff, you know, it's more it's more than the music with you. And I know that. And now everybody gets to experience that and know that about you as well. And that just it's a beautiful thing that makes my heart shake and jump yeah. with joy. Oh, well, thank you, bro. I love you. I appreciate you. And thank you for having me on this awesome, amazing podcast to tell my story, you know, because I have to tell my story now. Hey, absolutely. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get the next one. We're gonna have to get the next one on video. But I know it's gonna be a climb from here. It's all it's only gonna be a climb going up. Yes, we climbing. We are shooting for the stars and all of that because you know what? They can't take away what is meant for you. You feel me? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you, bro. So that wasn't so bad. The app actually worked. I really thought that 
the app was going to lose the interview. I had no idea what was going to happen. But done is better than perfect. It's done. I'll figure out a better way to record, maybe with a little better quality next time. But you got the information you needed, and it is done. Thank you, Kaylee, for coming on the show. I really hope she drops some information for y'all and some inspiration for y'all that y'all can use and really take yourself to the next level because that's really what this podcast is about. Like, I do a lot of film stuff, and obviously I'm going to talk about film stuff, but it's not a strict film podcast. This is kind of an open conversation, upgraded conversation, if you will, just of things you can use to get yourself going. You know what I mean? Like, we all are not perfect. We all are not where we're going to end up, but we are all moving towards that next level. And every guest that I bring on is going to be somebody that's moving towards that next that next level and somebody that can hit you with some game and some jewels and some gems that can move you on to that next level. So I need y'all to do me a favor. I need y'all to share this podcast. I need y'all to reshare when I post on Instagram. I need y'all to reshare when I post on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. I need y'all to send out more emails when I send out email blasts, text messages. I really need y'all to comment and share and like and turn on those notifications in YouTube. Now, the reason I'm saying that is because the engagement is what takes this to the next level. The engagement is what will allow me to continue to grow and continue to put this out and continue to get different and more intriguing guests on as we go. You know, people see it, they like it, they love it. It's sharing, it's getting engaged. And now people want to come on and they want to have a chat with me. Um, let me know who you want me to reach out to and talk to as well. You know what I mean? So if you got something out of this podcast, please like, comment, subscribe, share, share, share. And also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a five-star rating that will help me out greatly. And leave a review. I want to talk to you. And if you leave a review with your Instagram handle in there, I will follow you back and we can chat it up in a DM. You know what I mean? So, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Signing off, Champ Robinson at Imagination Upgraded. Y'all take it easy. Peace.